Welcome to the American Med Spa Podcast, Medical Spa Insider. This week, AmSpa President and COO Kathy Christensen is in conversation with Erica Berry, NPC, MSN, international trainer and founder of Moksha Aesthetics. Welcome to Medical Spa Insider. My name is Kathy Christensen. I'm the president and COO of the American Med Spa Association, and I'm very excited to welcome our next guest on our podcast, the beautiful and talented and wonderful Erica Berry. Um, You may know her as Injector Bunny. Um, She's an MPC and an MSN, and uh, she is the co-owner of Moksha. And you guys are based in the Potomac area, in Potomac, Maryland, correct, Erica? Correct. Yeah, we're right outside of D.C. It's like about 20 minutes, um, well, I would say 15 minutes away from D.C., so super close. All right. Um, Erica is an amazing personality in the industry. She is an international trainer for industry power players such as Allergan, Revance, and Galderma. You've You've most likely heard of her from her kind of other name, Injector Bunny, and she is a leading speaker for Evelis, MERS, and InMode, um, serves it as expert faculty. She's actually serving as expert faculty for us at our Women in Aesthetics Leadership Conference in November, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, on top of all of that, Erica actually... And we were just talking about this before um, before we started the recording today. She has kind of made her injector profession into something that's kind of much broader. And she does a lot of training and she's done a lot with uh, different methods of training along with what she's doing with her medical spa and her, you know, speaking engagements and everything else. So, Erica, we're so happy to have you. Thank you for being on Medical Spa Insider. Oh, I'm honored to be here. I really am. All right. So why don't you tell us a little bit kind of about yourself and how like really kind of I'm always very curious about that moment where you decided, you know, injecting was kind of the tip of the iceberg for you and and you wanted to go further into what you're doing and tell us a little bit more about what you do. Give me a little bit more color to kind of your training endeavors and things like that. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. You're like, when did you find out? I'm like, I'm still waiting for that moment. (laughs) I I always feel just kind of, that's my brand as well is just like imposter syndrome and the best possible way, because I'm just a little too humble. And the way that I just run my business and run my life is constantly just discovering new things. Meaning like, I think when you you feel settled, I don't know that feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think a good thing and in injecting because we're constantly learning especially and spa. I'm like, that's why the number one when people are like, what's the number one thing I need to have in my business? I'm going to start a business. You inspired me. What do I need? I'm like, you need AMSPA <laughs> because we're constantly discovering oh new policies, oh new procedures, oh new legislation. Oh, there, you can't do this. You can do this. And I think that's my brand. It's like, I call it the hot mess express. And <laughs> the way I, the way I started as a nurse is basically in, in the hospital. And I started with um, plastic surgeons and neurologists, and I would basically manage them, not manage them. They'd manage me, but like manage their patients would mm-hmm. be in the OR and, you know, in the case. And we, I would take that patient to the PACU, write their orders, and then manage the the ICU, manage the um, PACU, manage the, you know, uh, NICU beds, SICU beds, and then 
they would have cosmetic clinic and the cosmetic clinic was run once a week. And I wasn't really not trained. I don't want to like say I wasn't trained, but I didn't have this, like what we have now with mm-hmm. AM spa and with, um, allergen trainings and Galderma trainings and, um, aesthetic next, like all these amazing avenues. Like we didn't have that. So it was basically like, Erica, here's, here's how you do an easily go fold, like go do it. And I was like, okay. Like I didn't really <laughs> know that there was all these things you really had to be an expert in such as anatomy, such as rheology, such as consultation, really knowing these things. And then um, kind of snowballed from there. And then when I got out of the hospital, moved, and that was at UCSF in San Francisco, moved from San Francisco to DC. And I was like, what is going on with the medical world? Like, <laughs> I'm very confused by this. There's not this, like, and that's where Libby and I kind of specialize in. We don't have there's not this structure, right? There's not mm-hmm. this, like, this is how you do things, these policies and procedures. And that was really concerning to me because the hospital setting is very structured mm-hmm. and very, like, everybody is, it's like residents. Like, I worked at, at UCSF, so it was all, um, like, residencies and um, fellowships and everything was so well done that there was no question of, like, the legitimacy of something or surgery. And my bosses were surgeons for years and years and years. And it was just so well done. And the med spa world was not. And mm-hmm. it was a hot mess. Like you didn't know. And I was very confused by that. And that led me to do Patreon. Mm-hmm. And I accredit my Patreon, which is the online learning, to both Libby and my husband. My husband's a big um, poker player. <laughs> and he loves like gaming, which is online. And Patreon something the gamers actually did. Mm-hmm. And it was where they would basically play a game and you would um, like basically spur this gamer on to learn new steps in like a computer game or online game. And then it turned into podcasters and podcasters would have these Patreon platforms. And then I um, have a close friend who's a lawyer and he's like, Erica, you can't teach people how to inject legally on Instagram and Facebook mm-hmm. because all of the and someone could learn to inject at home and that's very dangerous. I was like, oh, so he's like, I recommend you use Patreon because it's a server where you can basically safely help people with their injecting or questions. And um, that's what started my Patreon. And that is where I am today. And now I'm like, what day is it? What time is it? What's going on? And <laughs> yeah, and that's why I feel very passionate in working with you guys. And I get the question all the time, Erica, I'm an anesthetician or I'm a nurse practitioner or I'm an MD in Arizona. What can I do? And that's where I feel very inadequate. And I say, hey, you need to hire a lawyer. Hey, you need to work with AMSPA and they can help guide you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why you guys are so important in this space. And I'm such a believer in like, you can't do it all, right? You can't do it all. So you have to know you're injecting and then hire other people to help you with your taxes, with your legal stuff. And mm-hmm. Here I am today. Yeah, no, it's, it's so yeah. true. I mean, that's that is one of the things about this industry that is you you know it's wonderful, but it's it's a challenge. Like we are always mm-hmm. changing. Like you were saying, like the second you think you know what you're doing, then semaglutide comes up, and it's something that you need to like put in your SOPs for that, and you need to you know figure out what does that look like for your business if you're offering it and what is it you know what can you legally do and not do and and things like that so it's not um it's interesting because as we've hired at AMSPA that's one thing that you know we when we interview we absolutely say like you can't be looking for 
a stagnant job with set everything because this industry is not like that yeah. at all. It's we are evolving and growing. So it's and I don't know. Yeah, I Do you, it's like being, go ahead. Yeah. No, I say it's like being a detective. If you want to constantly solve murders, <laughs> I don't know how to put it that way, but like if you enjoy like for me, I enjoy every day. It's like solving a murder mystery or solving a crime. You have to be able to really look for clues. And like, that's why I'm really big into like chief complaint, differential diagnosis, uh-huh. um, kind of that template into injecting. Because if you just go in and inject a patient and walk out of the room, you're going to have so many issues mm-hmm. versus if you play detective and you really try to find the clues and, and really focus on aesthetics being medicine, mm-hmm. you have great results. And I'm saying, and when people shadow me, they're like, you, you say no, like 50% of the time, like what the heck? I'm like, yeah, people yeah. are obsessed when you say no, number one. <laughs> and number two, it's, it just makes you very credible. And then you're doing the right thing. You're, you're using it like you would surgery or anything else. Like when you go to the doctor and you have high blood pressure, they don't just like throw a pill at you and be like, good luck. Mm-hmm. Like they really take their time and figure out what medication, what lifestyle modifications first, then you can go ahead and like go down that, that path. But I think that's so huge. And not a lot of injectors think of that in yes. that way. In the moment you step back, I think that's where education is really going in our field. And that's why I think the world of sex is just getting better and better every single day because of, you know, AMSPAs and conferences and online learning that I think I'm so excited for the, like what the future holds. Totally. I completely agree. And I think that's part of the reason why you're very respected in what you do is that you're encouraging medical professionals to use their medical professional brain to start figuring out, you know, what a result is going to look like when when you're done with it. I, I was recently sitting in on a training. Do you know Taylor Siemens? She's out of Dallas. She's a MP. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. She, um, Probably her focus is more on lasers than injection injectables. And I was sitting in on one of her laser trainings and she said exactly the same thing you just said to me, which is like, don't make a decision until you actually assess the clues of what you're seeing on your patient's skin, Mm. like what you and and what you know on your forms that you're coming in, like, did they just have X, Y, and Z? Are they going on a vacation, you know, in a sunny place next week? It's probably not the best time to get a, you know, invasive kind of laser uh, treatment. So it's I think that's kind of where that differentiator comes in in this industry is kind of where the cream starts to rise to the top because you're using that beautiful medical brain the way it should be, even though it's medical aesthetics. Yep. Yeah. And I think that's the difference. And people are like, but it's a business. I'm like, I get it. But I swear to you, and I say this with people like my Patreon members that I help with their businesses. I'm like, I swear to you, the money comes. Mm -hmm. And I know it's scary when you take out loans and you have bills, but I swear to you, the money comes. Focus on results and focus on safety first. And then I switch you, it comes, it will come naturally. And I think that's where I just, people get scared, right? Because like, I I don't understand business very well. Mm -hmm. And people are like, yeah, right. Like, you get it. I really don't. And um, I have a husband who works in finance, so he's really good at that. And I have Libby, who's like this PR wizard, marketing wizard. But I really leave that stuff up to them. And I focus on medicine and that allows me and then everything else comes with it. But I think if you go in really focusing on the clues, everything else comes so naturally. And just, again, people are really wanting, take a weekend course, 
I'm an injector. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, no, like give it time. <laughs> and people want to know timing, like just like weight loss. They want to know like, okay, taking the semiglutide, how long until I'm losing weight? I'm like, I, I don't, you know, I don't work very well with weight loss. Like, I don't know. I have no uh-huh. idea, but like you need to give injecting time, like give education time. Um, it doesn't happen overnight, which is really frustrating for a lot of injectors, which I know. Right. Yeah, no, it's definitely not a get rich quick type of situation. I think it's kind of can be thought of that way. I know we see that a lot in our boot camps and things like that. Actually, we usually if they make it to a boot camp, they've done enough research to know it's not and that's why they're there. But you know, that's, that's the question is really how do you? um, How do you make money? And it always goes back to do it the very best, safest way that you can and know what you don't know and give it time. Like you said, it's not like next week you're going to be paying off your laser or you're going to be, you know, building your second location. I know it's constant. It's just, it, it is a patient. I'm, I always play this stupid Michael Jordan video in my, um, in my lectures, especially like my consultation lectures. I might even play it when I'm down in Miami with you guys. Oh, you better because, because it's, Alex Tiersch, our CEO, is literally obsessed with Michael Jordan. So you have to. It. Yes. You'll be his favorite person. I love it. And I've done it a lot with InMode. And it really strikes a chord with injectors because I say, listen, I'm not that good. I, I, I'm, you know, I'm good. But like my talent lies in being patient. And I'm very patient with my employees. I'm very patient with marketing and and Instagram. And I'm very patient with my patients. Meaning when I meet a patient, I tell them, you gotta give me a year. If you're not able to give me a year with your desires and your wants and your needs, I am not the right provider for you. I really need to find you someone else. And I don't know who that person is, but like, you gotta give me a year. And if you're patient with me and I'm patient with you, we are gonna have a great loving relationship. And then I'm patient with everything else. Like in, in my career, I, you know, I really started hitting it hard in about 2016. So it really didn't start to line up for me until about 2019, 2020 uh-huh. mm-hmm. with, with an aesthetic. So I'm like, you guys, when you're starting off here and you start your Instagram page, you start your business, you open your business, you buy a laser. I say you got to give it about three years until you see any kind of positive result. I think people's mouths kind of, they, they drop. They're like, three years? What? <laughs> like, I, my bills are due next month. I'm like, I know. Like, I'm just saying you have to give it time. And I that's like the message I always give people. And um, I get it. And we all have our impatient. Believe me, my husband's like, you're not patient, but I am when it comes <laughs> to business. I think I, I take a cleansing breath and then things work out the best. Yes. Got to give yourself some yeah. space. Yes. Yeah. Totally agree. Um, So one of my questions, and I'm sure you've probably answered this before for others, but I'm dying to know, how did you become the injector bunny? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Um, I would say it was a funny thing because when I started my Instagram, I started in 2015. And then I forgot, I was probably a dumb name in 2015, but in 2016, I remember I needed to start giving it out because I was moving out from the hospital into mm-hmm. the med spa world. I was always like, wait, I have to find my patients now. And I worked and where I worked, there was a gym right there. Mm-hmm. And I was giving out my Instagram and I remember like spelling out my name and I'm Erica with a K and it's like hard to spell. So my family name is Bunny. And um, I was like, oh, you know what? 
I'm just going to be, I was at the time, Botox Bunny. Uh-huh. And I was like, it's easy to spell, easy to remember, and you don't have to spell it for people. Everyone knows how to spell Bunny. And so that's how I picked my name. And then I remember my husband and my parents being like, that's your name? Like, that is the silliest name in the world. <laughs> I'm like, whatever, I'll probably change it one day. And it just stuck. And then it's just, again, it's easy. And that's what I t- say for marketing. I've ever talked for marketing for you guys, but like marketing really is not as complex as people make it out to be in general you want to be memorable you want to be lighthearted, and you want it the, whatever the name is like easy to pronounce and easy to spell which obviously i was epic fail for my med spa but like with my injector um, or with my instagram injector it's just easier to do injector bunny and it just stuck that's awesome like it, it is everybody knows the injector bunny for sure now time out though your last name your family name was bunny that was your maiden name no no no, no. Not my family, my family, my family nickname. Oh, okay. I was like, wow. I don't know that I've ever met like the bunny family. (laughs) (laughs) No, my nickname. That's so funny. Oh my gosh. No. Mr. and Mrs. Bunny. Um, So no, that's incredible. I mean, it is true though. You do stand out. People do recognize it. It's cute, but you're backing it up with like all of this incredible knowledge, which makes it even kind of even better you know if you were injector bunny and you were kind of bubbly and and you know without much substance it'd be one thing but you're not you're really kind of um changing your own little world and our industry kind of one student at a time so one of the reasons we wanted to reach out to you and i mentioned at the beginning of the podcast you'll be Speaking at our Women in Aesthetics Leadership Conference, which is going to be amazing, um, November 1st through the 3rd is the conference. Um, Erica, I believe that you are speaking uh, either on Thursday or Friday, but you're speaking on the topic mm-hmm. for our um, women leaders, which, you know, we're going to have 100, 150 women leaders all in one place. Sarah Blakely is our keynote. She's the founder of Spanx, which is unbelievable. Um, We're, you know, we've got a ton of women coming. um, And the whole point of this is to like learn, but also network and connect and kind of grow and give yourself that space that we were just talking about that you need. Um, And the topic that you're speaking on is one that I think is easily confused, but is so critical. And I know that I need to do this more, which is personal brand, the power, power of Mm -hmm. your personal brand. Um, Tell us a little bit more about what this means to you. I was doing some research on a personal brand. And I was actually reading this kind of fascinating article um, in the Harvard Business Review. Ascend is one of their newsletters by Harrison Monarth called What's the Point of a Personal Brand? And he made a pretty significant distinction between your reputation and your personal brand. Um, He said, you know, your reputation, basically, it's first impressions. It's how people um, know you and what they know about you, but your personal brand is more intentional. It's how pe- you want people to see you instead of like a reputation is about yeah. credibility. Your personal brand is about visibility and the values that you outwardly present. So tell us a little bit more. You, I feel like have really captured this really well in the industry. And I, I'd love to know your feelings on, on the importance of a personal brand and really how you start identifying how to kind of color that into your professional world. Yeah. I mean, I'm a millennial and every generation has different biases and thoughts and, Mm -hmm. you know, what makes them stand out. 
I truly believe my personal brand or what personal brand means to me is how you make someone feel. Mm-hmm. And that is it. And that is what I tell people. That is what your Instagram is. That's what your website is. If you can just make your patient or consumer, whoever it is that you're branding for, feel a certain way, that is more memorable than any logo, any graphic, any amount of money you spend on anything. It is because I can guarantee you when I give a talk, when I give a talk for AmSpa, when I'm down there in Florida, I can guarantee you the audience will remember about four to eight percent of the words coming out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. But will they they will take back with them what they'll remember years to come, hopefully many years to come. They'll remember like that injector bunny, she made me feel good. <laughs> she made me feel confident. She made me feel loved. She made me feel supported. And that is really what I get across. And I, that is my brand. And everyone has different feelings they want to, you know, evoke in their consumer. And for me, I just really want, I like could get tearful over this. I really want my, the injector that I'm influencing, quote unquote influencing is to feel supported and loved. That is it. Mm-hmm. I say learning comes, education comes. It really does come with time and energy, but if I can just make you feel that support, it will be way easier to consume the information at hand. And I think that's the way I train too, is like, I'm going to make you feel like you're on top of the freaking world. Like you're at the top, the summit of Mount Everest. <laughs> but what, by the time I leave this room, like I say, the one takeaway for today is like hitting the gonial angle. Let's say I'm doing a, like a Volux training for Allergan. Goal today is you're going to hit that gonial angle you're going to aspirate, you're going to be safe. We're going to, that's the one goal, but I'm going to like cheer them on and hug them and like do all these things. And they're like, wow, this woman made me feel unstoppable and made me feel like I have this knowledge base and that's it. And my Mm -hmm. brand, my brand is a good feeling and that's what I want. And I think aesthetics has such a negative connotation, like, oh, it's so competitive. Oh, it's cutthroat. I'm like, yeah, it is. Like the two percent of the nasty eggs are uh-huh. like that way, but ninety eight percent of us were the good eggs, and yes. we are loving and nurturing. And I love Rana. Rana's like always been such a hero to me, and Austin Garbia, like uh, yes. all these people that are just complete love bugs and like big teddy bears. And when you're in a room with them, you can physically feel that like vibration, that positive energy. And I'm like such a hippie in the energy field. Like I love. <laughs> feeling and like you can really change when you walk in a room and you're like you can hear people like whispering about you and like saying and I'm like uh-uh that's not gonna get me to say I'm gonna smile I'm gonna put my I'm gonna put my shoulders back I'm gonna mm-hmm. exude confidence these people if they like it or not for the next 30 minutes are gonna listen to me pat them up and within like five minutes I can feel that energy shift and I can see the smiles I can see the cell phones going down on their laps like I can see the engagement I'm like ooh this is gonna be good so that's <laughs> That's my pants. That's it. <laughs> Hey everyone, let me take a quick second to share something really interesting for your business. Did you know that a staggering 74% of consumers shop on their phones while watching TV at night? That's like 7 out of 10 of your patients. But the real eye-opener here is that less than 1 out of 10 med spas actually sell their products online. Can you imagine the untapped potential of giving your patients the convenience to purchase treatments, services, or skincare right from the comfort of their own homes through your very own branded app? 
That's where RepeatMD comes in. RepeatMD is the fastest growing software in the medical aesthetics industry, and for good reason. RepeatMD is designed by e-commerce experts who have worked with renowned brands like Target, Nordstrom, and Neiman Marcus, and they'll build your practice its own mobile rewards and shopping app. Clients love RepeatMD, and patients love the experience RepeatMD provides. RepeatMD rewards patients for spending more, encourages them to come back more often, and helps them discover treatments they'll absolutely love. On top of that, your practice can sell memberships and offer financing for services all through your very own app designed and managed by the experts at RepeatMD. The bottom line is that RepeatMD enhances the entire patient experience while boosting your practice's revenue. They are game changers for your med spa. So what are you waiting for? Visit repeatmd.com forward slash amspa to book a quick product demonstration. And guess what? We'll have special pricing for medical spa insider listeners and you'll receive 50% off towards your first purchase. Don't miss out on this opportunity. Head over to repeatmd forward slash amspa today. I'd like to thank our friends at Hans Biomed, manufacturers of mint PDO threads, for sponsoring this podcast. Do you feel like there's a limit to the lifting effects you can achieve with injectables or lasers alone? Then PDO threads may be the solution you've been looking for. PDO threads are one of the most powerful tools available on the market for non-surgical lifting. If you haven't already offered them in your practice, we have the perfect event for you. The Mint Lift Summit is the largest thread lift training conference in the industry and will be held on Saturday, October 21st, 2023. This event, hosted by Mint, the only PDO threads on the market with triple FDA clearance, will feature live thread lift demonstrations and didactic sessions by leading experts from the U.S. and South Korea. This is a hybrid event, so you can attend in person at the Intercontinental Los Angeles downtown, or the event will be live streamed so you can join from anywhere in the world. The Mint Lift Summit is your opportunity to learn from and network with the global aesthetic community and get exclusive specials on one of the strongest PDO threads out there. Go to mintliftsummit.com to purchase your tickets today. That's mintliftsummit.com. You make it seem very simple, but I will say like what it does require is that you have identified a need in your direct audience of injectors and things like that. Like they need that, they benefit from that. And then you present yourself in a way that they're getting that, which is kind of, I don't want to say counterintuitive, but you know, there's a lot of like, you know, there's that saying where it's like you, what is it? It's like you, um, you have two ears to listen in one mouth to talk and you should be listening a lot more because, mm -hmm. you know, then, or a lot of people talk or respond to things without even listening to what's being said to them because they're so quick to want to get oh, their yeah. point out, you know, like how do you yeah. recommend that people kind of shift their perspective away from, you know, this is what me number one is going to contribute to this conversation or contribute to this training or contribute to this business as opposed to kind of shifting the perspective and saying, what are the, you know, if the brand is, what do the patients need or what, what is my, insta audience need or what like how do you recommend you kind of get into the head of the people you're trying to appeal to yeah um well i'm danish so my parents are from denmark and um it's definitely like a cultural thing uh -huh. and that it's funny you said the two ears that you have two ears and one mouth for a reason that's a danish thing oh I didn't and know that. it's yeah and it's definitely kind of the way i was raised and like my culture is very much you kind of, that's why this women's conference is so meaningful to me because 
I don't know the Danish culture, and I'm sure a lot of cultures are this way, are like very much like the woman is the listener and the woman's the the caretaker. And mm-hmm. like, and I'm like, yeah, the woman could also be like the powerhouse. Right. And I love that too. But honestly, I believe in observing before acting. So I'm always observed, then react, like observe and then act, um, which is kind of counterintuitive to a lot of um, very influential and successful business owners Mm -hmm. if you hear a lot of people like um the steve jobs or the Mm -hmm. um jeff bezos amazon guy yes jeff Jeff bezos Bezos. like Uh they're always like act first and then like react later Uh i think in a lot of terms it's really smart um especially in finance i know that's a thing Mm -hmm. in medicine and aesthetics in medicine i really believe and just observe your surroundings first really take time to take in like what your consumer is needing, what your patient is needing, what your employee is needing and then react. So when it comes to like people always ask like, what kind of device I just opened two months ago, what kind of device do I need to get? I'm like, uh, you need to like chill first and (laughs) take time to see what patient population is. It was like, I'm in DC and I take care of a lot of New Yorkers. So I have a lot of African-American, Hispanic, I have a huge Asian population. So I'm not going to go out and like buy an IPL as my first, my first device. Uh-huh. I'm really going to take it and observe. So I say the best thing is to just sit and relax. Let it come to you organically and then react. And sometimes it's, and I think people are afraid to make the wrong decision, but I swear the wrong decision leads you to the right one. So when you have a mistake, a failure, something goes to happen. I, I love, I just listened to a podcast about this um, with the Williams sister with Serena and Williams oh, uh, yeah. and, and Venus Williams. Uh-huh. I love them. I'm like a sports fan, but basically they said like after every loss, they would like dissect the loss to figure out like what went wrong to then make sure they could improve upon that. So then you're going to make the wrong move. Who cares? Uh-huh. Figure out why it was the wrong move and then just rebuild from there. So I think that's the best way to figure out where to go. And then I'm really big into analytics. So I'm mm-hmm. a numbers person. I'm really, <laughs> let me always make fun of you for this. I'm not great at reading like sarcasm or I don't know. I'm not like great with that kind of stuff. I'm very good at numbers. Mm-hmm. So then you just dive in deep and look at your numbers. With Instagram, I can really tell when I'm hitting my target audience and my brand versus not looking at like how well a post does or how well like my stories are being viewed they're not being viewed well. It's not that I'm making a mistake. It's that I'm not hitting the nail on the head. Mm-hmm. I need to shift my focus. And then from there, I'm like, okay, well, that didn't do well. Why didn't it do well? It's because I posted at 2 p.m. versus 7 p.m. And how do I know I need to post at 7 p.m.? I can use my analytics that just show the numbers and show the most engagement I get is between the hours at 7 p.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mm-hmm. And so now I know when I'm releasing a promo or we're talking about AmSpa, I'm going to be posting at 8 p.m. because that's my ideal target audience. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that people are like, oh, I had no idea. Um, and so anything you really need to know about your cell phone, about Instagram, you can simply Google. And there are so many Patreon videos on it, YouTube videos. And I think people just don't take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. So that's what I do. Well, well, I think part of it is just the ability. Once again, I feel like that's like the theme of this podcast is just kind of giving yourself the space to get prepared and comfortable and for you to have the ability to give yourself the time to look at those numbers. Don't like make it an afterthought. Exactly. I I look at the numbers um, 
obsessively, but I don't really enjoy mm-hmm. it. Like it's, it sounds like something you enjoy. I don't really enjoy it. It's like, to me, it's like working out. Like oh, I, I'm ugh, I like, I'm cause it kind of freaks me out and I see things that I don't want to see and, and see, I see things that I really want to see and I got to figure out the solution and what have you. But, um, it's something that you have to do and you have to give yourself the space to, cause that's honestly an edge that we have in the year 2023 that other businesses never used to have is to see like how exactly what you just described, like what's working, what's not working, when people are reading your messages, when they're not, things like that. So, I mean, I think that yeah. is incredible. And the the Williams Sister podcast that, you know, if you're, if you fail, it's not a failure. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm extremely stubborn. And all of the incredible lessons that I've learned, the ones that really hit hard were based on a failure. Um, where it's like, oh, yeah, that didn't quite work out. So um, another thing I yeah. wanted to share about kind of giving yourself space. I, I don't know. Do you know the skincare brand Dermalogica? Yeah. They're the founder. I In a former life, I worked in um, skincare. I was a skincare mm-hmm. editor and I had a chance to kind of interview Jane Wormund, who's the founder of Dermalogica. And she said, um, one of her prime pieces of advice is to give yourself space to like, address something like if you don't feel like you can answer an urgent question right away because you don't have the information or you are uncomfortable with it for whatever reason there's no harm in saying can I take a few days to kind of figure this out Um, and I think a lot of people just feel like they're so urgently putting out fires that they don't have that grace so I mean you can you can take that time it's funny you say that because I I'm an only child and I (laughs) didn't I grew up in a, a very like Danish household where you don't like there's no yelling there's no arguing like it uh-huh. was a very quiet nice household and when I went to college I it was the first time kind of being around other people that you know you're living with and you're like away from your parents and I'm like wow people like yell a lot and there was <laughs> a lot of confrontation that I never had before and I always and still to this day I'm terrible at confrontation because when someone comes at me and yells at me or says something rude to me or uh-huh. I can't even res- like amount of a uh, response back because I need time. So I really believe in when someone presents me with anything, mm-hmm. I am I'm respectful. I say like, Hey, I'll get back to you on that. Mm-hmm. Or like, yeah, I will absolutely to discuss that tomorrow and take your time to formulate a very educated you know, correct response in your head and just like take the time. And I think that's a great idea. And that's why people are like, I'm so scared to like miss out on opportunities. I have to jump on everything. I'm like, no, Mm -mm. like if it's really meant for you, it'll be there in 24 to 48 hours. Like give yourself a night. I always say, my grandma taught me this. You have to always have four seasons, right? Four Mm -hmm. seasons before you make a decision, like, you know, spring and summer before you really jump on anything. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to opening a business or doing anything that's financially scary to you, sleep on it. Yep. Give it 48 hours (laughs) and then you can formulate a response. Well, and like you said in the beginning, like absolutely, you know, when you're trying to make a decision about adding something or, or what have you, you've got to give yourself the cushion, whether it's financial, mental, or otherwise to really assess the situation instead of just jumping into something and fixing it later. Um, Because that can, especially the financial ones that, that can result in, major problems lots of lasers sitting gathering dust (laughs) I always tell people this I'm like think really hard when you buy something 
market it. You're going to have to market the hell out of it. You mm-hmm. have to have providers to use it. Like, really take your time. You don't need, I mean, I'm not, I'm a very, very frugal person, so I'm not a shopper. So uh-huh. I'm like, no fun to go shopping with. <laughs> um, but like, when you go shopping for a laser, think about the need and your uh-huh. community and your med spa in your town. Like, do you really need this extra laser? Um, so I'm definitely not the device salesman's like best friend. So I'm like, yeah, no, thank you. Next. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of research that you can do. Um, there's a lot that you can do as yeah. far as like to see what's being offered and what's not. And what, I mean, if you already have, you know, a loyal clientele, you can ask them, you know, what do you, what are you interested in? What do you want? Would you try this? I mean, I've heard people who before they buy a laser, they have a wait list, ready to go, you know, they're already invested in getting the treatment. Yeah, there are definitely thoughtful ways that you can avoid most of the fires. I don't think you can ever avoid all the fires. I don't know. What do you think? (laughs) Never, never. You're going to make bad decisions. Like who cares? Yeah, as long as you're Healthy, like health is wealth, right? As long as yes. you have your health intact and your mental health is included, everything else can be formulated, fixed, tweaked. Like, and I, that's definitely where my mental health is, is I am never stressed about everyone's like, how do you do it? And I'm like, I'm, and we're talking about obsessed uh-huh. and you're not obsessed over um, numbers. When you're obsessed with something, things come so easy. And so when it comes to social media, I'm obsessed over it, right? So it's I'm, it's very easy for me to keep up with posting, keep up with social media trends because I, it comes to me very naturally. Mm-hmm. If you're not, but I'm very anti finances. I'm not into that number, and so I make sure to hire someone yes. that's really into doing that because I'm not obsessed with it. I could care less. I don't even know my bank account number. I don't want to know. Like I'm very. You need to hire someone that you can trust that can handle that. You can never do everything on your own because you're not going to be obsessed with everything. Find mm-hmm. out what you're obsessed with go with it, delegate everything else. Absolutely. Well, we're hoping that um, yeah. we will see you at the Women in Aesthetic Leadership Conference listeners, who's whoever's going to be there, that it's, it's a nice time to kind of take that mental health break while also really kind of um, investing in yourself and kind of nurturing both your mind and your soul and your body. Um, we have, we're right on the beachfront. We have beautiful like fitness um, options that we're doing in the mornings. So we have some sound therapy. We have amazing, we have amazing panels and classes and all sorts of things to really kind of finish the year of 2023 and get ready for 2024 and be in a space where you're really feeling good about it. So I'm excited to have uh, Injector Bunny there, Erica there, who's going to be sharing um, knowledge and you'll be there the whole time, right? As well. Oh yeah, I'm. I'll be down there the whole week. I am so excited. It's the nicest location. Oh my goodness! Oh, I know. It's so stunning. It's so beautiful. I actually went to undergrad there, so I know oh. that area really well. And we have a we have an Aventura, which is not too far from the hotel, and it is such a beautiful hotel. Like I cannot wait. I have many Patreon people. Well, I always tell people, like, if you're going, please let me know. Reach out to me because I'd love to, like, do a happy hour or something. But just get everyone together and hang out and, like, just have fun and have a drink. And that area is so stunning. And that time of year when we're freezing cold in D.C., I'm like, bye, I'm going to go to Miami. I know. I we're in Chicago, so I feel exactly the same way. I was just talking. I was at Aesthetic Next in Dallas, and people were like, "Ah, they're sick of the warmth." And you know, even here right now, I don't know what it is in DC, but it's getting cool. Like I'm getting ready to be at Miami Beach at walk. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love it. Uh, well, thank you for having me on. This was really fun. Absolutely. And thank you so much for being with us. If you're interested in attending WALK, www.americanmedspa.org, um, Women in Aesthetic Leadership, uh, you can uh, register there and, and it's going to be great. And it's at a beautiful place and it's going to be nice and warm and it'll be amazing. So Erica, thank you for your time and your insight. You're brilliant. And I can't wait to hear your talk and just continue on our uh, journey in this industry together. Oh, thank you so much. I hope you have a great afternoon. We appreciate you. Oh, thanks, Erica. Take care. Thanks for joining us this week with the American Med Spa Podcast, Medical Spa Insider. This week, AmSpa President and COO Kathy Christensen was joined by Erica Berry, MPC, MSN, international trainer and founder of Moksha Aesthetics. If you're new with us, click on the subscribe button. Then receive new content when it happens. Leave a rating and a review. See you on our next episode.